Welcome to Rumiki Talks podcast. I'm your host, Konstantin Starodetsky. This is a space where I interview professionals from the entertainment industry and discuss popular film-related topics with my co-host and producing partner, Rumana Dinevska. Our goal is to help and motivate aspiring filmmakers to get their films made. Enjoy! Welcome to another episode of the Rumiki Talks. Episode number 24. Why do we make films? Indeed. Why do we make films? For me, it's a natural desire. It's a natural desire to show the world the way I see it. Since I was a little kid, first time I get my hands on the camera that records video, I was obsessed with capturing the world because I always want to show everyone the way that I see the world and the way that I combine the things that I see in a sequence, which in essence is editing. How do I combine different episodes from my life together and form it into a film? I've been watching a lot of films before I have a camera, so I have an understanding how films work and how they cut together on a basic level. So I think it's very important to know what you want to capture. What are your desires? What are your passions? What are you interested? What are you naturally curious about? And the easiest example to, and the easiest way to do it is to just go outside and, and go around the city where you live and see what attracts your attention. And then after you make a list of what attracts your attention, let's say a park, a person, a texture of the jacket, write them down and then see what actually attracted the attention. Was it the actual the texture of the jacket? Was it the color of the jacket? Was it the mood the person was in in the moment? Was it the whole composition that you saw a man, a dog and a bird in one glance or you can say in one shot and together they formed something interesting and beautiful, some story that you can follow. Seek something that attracts your attention. When you go in the world, find the things that inspire something, tickling something inside of you. Because as you go on this journey of finding the things that you love, if you truly love those things that you capture with your camera, then we're also going to be interested in it. Because we just don't know what, what's possible, what's interesting in this world. And you're there as a filmmaker to tell us what is interesting, what do you see interesting. And, and you put it in a nice form for us to see what's interesting. And then we think, oh, oh my God, I want to go there. I want to do this. I want to experience that. And all because you show us, you put it in a nice package for us to see what's important for you. And if it's important for you, we'll find value in it for ourselves in some way. Seek answers. And my favorite exercise is just grab camera and just go outside and film anything that you can possibly film until you run out of your memory card or a film roll. <laughs> well, I don't think that you're going to do that with a film roll because it's going to be very expensive. But if you have unlimited budget, it's going to be fun as well because then you have to be very practical with what you film because it takes a lot of time to you know, develop it and then actually see the footage. Rumkin, what do you think about films? Why do we make them? Why do you make them? Because I'm a little bit insane. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I'm joking. But you have to be a little bit of crazy to be in this industry, I have to say. As first of all, let's not call it an industry. I hate that term, actually. I hate that in Hollywood it's called industry. For me, it's an art form, you know, and cinema is a form of art and it has always been and it will always be. It's a type of expression. So like every artist, you know, like a painter has the urge to express themselves has an image in their head and they need to put it on canvas or a a poet needs to put their poetry on paper or writer you know the same way is with filmmakers there's just this urge that you need to tell your story you need to make films and there's so much power to cinema and um, it's just a wonderful form of art where you can really capture memories, capture moments, and kind of make them timeless in a sense, um, evergreen, like something that will never die, because we watch movies, very old movies, even today. It's just kind of like a legacy that you leave. It depends on every filmmaker, you know, some filmmakers do films just for themselves, some do them for specifically for the audience, because They want to bring joy to more people or share their message or just entertain people. Even, you know, sometimes they're even a form of escapism, of entertainment for the audience, which is fine. But every filmmaker has a different reason why they make movies. But it has to be from a deep form of love towards cinema and love towards art, really. Just a way to express ourselves. And it's sometimes and it hopefully is more powerful you know than anything else and you just have that drive to to make art to make something to create something and that's the same with me I think I just love films you know I actually grew up more like watching theater then my love for theater grew into love for old dramatic arts and love for movies as well and I started exploring filmography of different directors and it was just kind of like and it still is to this day you know a discovery journey I'm always excited to watch a new film and discover something new and just see how far creativity can go and expand. There is certain rules in this art form that you need to follow, but at times it still feels like it's limitless because there's so many filmmakers expanding creativity and making so many innovative films and innovative ways of shooting and telling a story or doing the structure or the characters and it's always fascinating there's always that fear whether we'll ran out of stories but i don't think so i think there's always potential to make a new film it really depends on the filmmaker and how personal you make it or where you where you come from what's your background what you have in your pocket of gold in a way you know the dreams you carry the experiences you've had like Everything finds its way in a filmmaker's movie. Even if you make a movie that's about, you know, that's a Hollywood entertaining movie, it will still bring some of your own experiences from life into that film in the way you direct it. So it's just a form of expression and it's wonderful and we do it because we love it. What do you think about films? Films are a powerful way to connect. Films are powerful way to connect. 
It's the place, it's the thing that makes us cry. It makes us happy. It makes us sad. And sometimes it makes us angry. The key is to learn how to cause those emotions in your audience. How, what images, what shapes, what textures, what patterns, what colors, what light, what lenses you need to use to exude a particular emotion in your audience. Because that's the goal. When you, as a filmmaker, watch your movie in a theater with the audience, you hope that at least a few scenes that get some reaction that you intended them to have. Sometimes people react to things that you weren't planning them to react. But the golden moments is when they react to something that you th- that you planned them to react. It means that you actually that it worked. Something that you planned, something that you created, it worked. And because all those films exudes different type exude different type of emotions, they're very powerful. And that's why there were a lot of propaganda in the past and now, I mean, still. Because film can act on emotion level. And once you connect on emotional level with people, that's where you get their attention. And you have to keep that in mind. And you have to use it for good and not for bad. I believe that anyone who just starts out has good intentions. And the goal is for them to keep those good intentions all the way through as they progress in their career and i think that that's something that you need to think from the beginning when you make a movie what do you want your film to be what do you want people to get from your film what message you want to convey with this film not just the emotions that go along the way as you watch the film but after person watch the film what do you want them to think or do or feel like do you want them to go and climb an everest or do you want them to go and draw a painting or do you want them to uh, become scientists you know, there's a lot of films. I keep talking about Forrest Gump, but Forrest Gump really inspired me to run. You know, among all other things, it really inspired me to run. After that movie, I was running like crazy. I was running a lot and I actually won some competitions back <laughs> home. Yeah, it's it's insane. And you never know when it's going to come to you. But that's why I love films is because they have this power to influence us to do some good things they probably influence us to do some bad things i don't know i i i I never been influenced to do that but i always been influenced by things that were good and i always wanted to do them because it was so cool to watch people actors doing them on screen and and how it all comes together and what message they learn and and how that all comes out because in essence films what what are films in general Mm. films and just why do we make films again coming back to the question why do we make films because when you make films it allows you to live many different lives in one lifetime because a good film is a mini life and has beginning middle and end and the lesson that you need to learn and the change that has to happen in the character yeah and it allows us to learn a lot of great lessons because if we just watch people living their lives on a, a fast speed, I mean real people, if we just watch their lives on fast speed, we learn a lot of good lessons and then we can apply them to our life. But the films, that's something that we created that is in essence kind of like that. We remove all the bits that are boring and watch them and learn and then being influenced by what we watched. It inspires us to become better versions of ourselves. I love to make films that inspires us to be a better versions of ourselves. And that's something to keep in mind 
when you make films. Mm. I mean, you always have to have a little bit of entertainment in it, in my opinion, because otherwise the film is boring and your message don't get across because people just stop watching the movie, so then there is no point. And don't get me wrong, I love all the uh, great films, the art house films that people may consider boring, but actually uh, <laughs> some of them, if you start watching in a undistracted environment, like in a theater, you become very interested in it, especially the ones that the critically acclaimed, they're usually very good if you're really paying attention to what's happening on the screen. The problem is that we think we have this conception, preconception that oh, like all these are hard films, they're boring and they're slow and blah, blah, blah. But that's the whole point. They, that's the way they were designed to be slow, to let you to sink into that feeling or emotion that we're trying to convey to you. So that's very important to watch those films as well and watch them on, in an undistracted environment because mm. they're pieces of art. Yeah. Frank. Yeah. What else can you add? From yeah, I loved what you said right now about and the, your goal about why you make films. I completely agree. And, you know, there's so many opinions about this topic. And I've thought about it for a way, very long time myself. You know, there is like, like you said, art house films. There's, there, there's one reason to make art house films. And the filmmakers that make them have a completely different reason why they make these type of movies than Hollywood films. And to me, those films are kind of a challenge for the brain. You know, it's not something that's served for you right on a plate. You know, you watch your three-act story, you got the story, and we're all satisfied and we go home. And then if the movie was like good you know it wasn't like the best we forget about it in a few months but with art house films they kind of challenge you to make your own discovery to make your own impressions and ask questions and come up with answers by yourself you know for every person it will have a different meaning sometimes depending on how they experience the film but like I said many filmmakers have a completely different reason why they make films like Tarkovsky for example always thought that in cinema we have to put pieces of life you know implement pieces of his life and just try to imitate life as close as possible so that was his goal and he really looked down upon this Hollywood entertainment movies solely for entertainment. Lars von Trier, for example, says that he makes the movies for himself, you know, and he doesn't care what kind of impact he will have on the audience. They're just kind of his expression, his diary, you know, his form of expressing what he feels about the world and about his depression and whatever. But where I come from, I think that we do have a responsibility when we make a film that no matter whether you do it for yourself, no matter if it serves as your diary and stuff, these movies are meant to be seen on the big screen and they're meant to be seen by an audience. So you, as filmmakers, we do have a responsibility to the audience of what we're going to put in these movies and what kind of message we're going to share. So you always have to think about these things that this film is meant for someone to see it and what kind of message I I want to share with the people that will see it whether it's to educate whether it's to share a message whether it's to give your opinion you have a responsibility and you have to be careful in my opinion not 
that doesn't mean that you you should be censored or, or like, you know, I'm not encouraging any sort of censorship. I think it's very important, you know, freedom of speech and being able to express ourselves. But films hold big power. So choose subjects carefully. Choose subjects that you care about, but also know what type of feeling, anger, um, or excitement um, they might cause in the audience, in your viewers, you know? And I think when you're starting out, when we're starting out and we're younger, we just want to explore different genres. We want to just try cool stuff and make uh, movies with cool visuals and it's all the cool cool stuff but then once you kind of grow, grow older and you get more life experience you have to come to a point where you realize that the stories you tell hold a big power especially films they're meant to last they're meant to last a few years and think about that a few years from now if you make like a really successful film that people will still see it a few years from today, what kind of message am I willing to share with them? What do I want to tell people? I think right now it's time for Obsession of the Week. So, Constantine, what is your Obsession of the Week? My Obsession of the Week is The Fablemans, the new Steven Spielberg film that I am obsessed with. I'm trying to watch it it's already in selected theaters and i missed all of that now they're gonna be everywhere in all theaters so i can't wait to go to movie theater and watch this movie and i'm going to be mind blown probably because i i'm obsessed with steven spielberg i read his thick book uh the biography about steven spielberg and then there was this show about steven spielberg as well that kind of was based on that book and i watched all of his films pretty much when you throw this out to the universe, it's kind of interesting. But I want to say, when I was watching his films, I was always thinking that he is not from this planet. That he, he is an alien. He, he, is a, he came from somewhere to educate us on, on life and, <laughs> and on filmmaking and on, on everything. And I was always excited to see his films. Like Every time he has a new film, even now, I, I'm super excited to watch it. Yeah, yeah. He's a master visual storyteller and just storyteller. And he knows how to connect to people's hearts, to the audience hearts. He knows how to direct actors. And he definitely knows how to direct a movie. He is the master. Even mm. though many people can say, oh, this is like a popular filmmaker, blah, blah, blah. But he has popular films. He has art house films, Schindler's List. I mean, it's a movie that was black and white. I think by default, if the movie is black and white, it's definitely not a popular entertainment. <laughs> he explores... <laughs> yeah, he, he has a beautiful talent of observation yes. of the world. And he shows us a lot of the way that he sees the world. I, I love the way that he sees the world. And with that, let's move to Room Key's Obsession of the Week. I just want to add something about black and white movies. First of all... I don't like when people put black and white movies if there's no reason for it. Like, don't put black, don't make them black and white if it's not like a period thing or anything. Yeah. Well, like, the reason you know, is to save money in the way in the, in the days oh, of the, of the it, like, film. Bothers but now me so it's much. digital. There's lots of colors in digital. It's, it's free. <laughs> it bothers me because it's kind of like, ooh, I'm so cool. It's black and white, or like you know, in Better Call Saul, they made like all the flashbacks black and white. It throws me off so much. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I 
<laughs> anyway, so my obsession of the week. Well, Constantine, like my love for films and cinema, I also have deep love and deep appreciation of perfumes, or should I say fragrances. In a way, they kind of relate to each other. You know, like I said, films can evoke sort of emotions, you know, can evoke certain memories, the same as with fragrances. I think they can evoke certain emotions and memories and therefore my obsession of the week is actually a fragrance. It's not like I have enough fragrances, I have a lot of fragrances, but like I recently sensed this perfume and I've been like, really really enjoying it and I, I wanted to find out what perfume it was and I found out that it's Le Labo Santal 33 oh. and yeah it sounds so bougie and it is bougie perfume it's actually a niche fragrance if you're in the world of fragrances you know that niche fragrances are kind of like more niche you know like more unique smells they're not appealing to the whole general audience that are not basic they're kind of unique so it's funny because some people say that to them it smells like pickle juice to me it smells so pleasant like especially after some time and how it like you know, evaporate slowly. It just smells so good. I really like it. I'm really enjoying it. The only thing is like a hundred milliliter bottle costs like $310. So it's like a roll of film, <laughs> like a, a, a roll like of colored maybe, film, like a 16 millimeter. <laughs> I have the deep appreciation for it. And also perfumery is the type of art form too. You know, the people that make perfumes like you really need to have talent it's like you know mixing potions no. and no. Uh, smells and scents and you have I, a... I almost wanted to become a person who does the perfume because i went to fit and i was uh, just visiting it uh, looking for talent and i found they have a, a lap where they design new scents is insane that's so insane that's yeah, that was very, really that inspiring would be very interesting yeah no and that's also fascinating when they can like you know, smell a perfume and kind of like distinguish and tell you all the notes in it. That's so interesting. Yeah, you got to train yeah. your nose. Mm -hmm. And with that, we are at the end of our episode. Please make sure to like and subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts so we can make more episodes of this kind for you and share the love of filmmaking we have. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Rumike Talks Podcast. You can find the show notes at rumike.com. I'm your host, Konstantin Staradetsky. My producing partner, Rumena Dinevska. See ya.